Are you okay? That was 1978, 5,937 days ago. Shady Side, a history of horror has earned it the nickname Killer Capital USA. What's happening to us? These massacres happen in Shady Side over and over. Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of the V2 Hours 1 podcast. Um, I am your host Sirpi and I am joined by my co-host Namita. In this podcast we try to review and analyze movies, TV shows and films that we have seen uh, in the past week or two and that have been recently released. Uh, And in this episode specifically we are going to look at uh, the Fear Street trilogy uh, which was released on Netflix in June, July 2021. Uh, there are three movies. Uh, I think there is Fear Street 1994, Fear Street 1978 and 1666. Uh, we are going to review all three of them, uh, provide our opinions on what uh, we liked and what we didn't like and uh, then we'll take it from there. And before we start our discussion, uh, Namita, do you want to quickly say a couple of lines about yourself? Hi everyone, this is Namita. I'm your co-host for this podcast and for any other podcast that Sirpi is planning to release. I'm Sirpi's better half and in every aspect. Whenever we try to review these movies or TV series, we will try to stay away from spoilers. Um, However, there will be points wherein we might say something which might turn out to be a spoiler. Uh, We will try to give an honest, unbiased opinion uh, from each person's perspectives because Sirpi and I are two completely different individuals and each of us look at the movie from a completely different angle. Hopefully you enjoyed the, this podcast and all our future podcasts whichever whenever we release them. Yeah, it won't be unbiased by the way. Uh, we will be biased by default. <laughs> I'll try to be as objective as possible. Yes. Okay. Now let's get into the movie itself. Uh, so three movies, six hours long. Uh, and I think all three of them are directed by the same person. It's Lei Janiak. And uh, it's also been co-written by her. And they are based on Arlstein's famous uh, Fear Street series of novels. I used to read them when I was a kid and uh, I found them pretty um, uh, unpalatable. Uh, probably because my knowledge of American culture was a little bit regressive at that point. Uh, but maybe today I will like them, I may not because they are mostly teenage driven, I don't know. But separate discussion, separate time uh, for today. Uh, what made you select uh, uh, or what you what do you think made the decision for you to watch this movie with, with me at all in the first place? So I'll be very honest with everyone. I'm the freeloader in this couple. So Sirpi is the one who actually does all the research. So starting from Wednesday onwards, he is on all possible review sites. He'll want to see which movies or which TV series are trending. He will read some hundred reviews before deciding on which movie to watch. And it was Sirpi who finally decided that Fear Street is something that we should watch over the weekend. And I just went along with him. (laughs) But then... I won't. I did not regret that choice because there are so many movies which Sirpi forces me to watch, which I, at the end of the day, I'm really not happy watching them. But this was one movie which I really enjoyed because I like horror movies, and each of these three movies had some horror in it. Not the amount of horror that I expected 
from the name but still it was a decent watch for me so you thought the kind of horror which have jump scares in it right yes yeah. for me when i see fear street i actually expected it to be really scary that i i will at least not be able to sleep for a couple of hours after rolling on the bed but this movie was not so close to my expectation also i am a person who doesn't get scared so easily so maybe my expectations were really high it had gore agreed but when it comes to being scary uh, i wasn't scared at all so you do know that it is named fear street because it scares the characters in the movie not you so <laughs> yes but then when you look at it as fear street you expect to get scared right you don't expect the people in the movie to get scared yeah two schools of thought one <laughs> yes <superior>. like how, <laughs> like how it always happens between okay. couples fair enough now so coming back to the movies themselves so three movies right so uh, i i do know that you you initially you wanted you were expecting walked into it thinking that it's a horror movie but it didn't it wasn't a horror as such but uh, these are actually uh, typical scare movies as in there are each movie pays homage to a separate type of a movie for example the first one is a proper slasher like scream 3 or scream 1 sorry scream 1 2 3 4 n scream n they are proper slasher uh, movies the second one is also a slasher movie but it is set in a school uh, or a camp uh, setup where there is a the third one is your typical uh, actually the third one is supposed to be the horror movie that you were expecting like conjuring or something which is set in a different timeline altogether uh, uh, so all they try to pay pay homage to it and the best part what at least i thought was they actually did a good job of all three uh, they um all the elements were there uh, typical of these movies we could they, they usually grind house movies mm. and i thought that they did a good job of connecting all the three movies together more importantly so in effect you get uh, even though it's a series it is a good series to from start to finish don't you think i agree on that because i am one person who gets totally confused when people keep jumping from one time zone to an- one timeline to another and if uh, there has been times wherein sirpi has literally drawn graphs for me to understand how the timelines work which i uh, googled and found out so <laughs> <laughs> it's not that i conjured them up in my mind i had to also google i'm not an ai in disguise uh, especially dark right dark was way too convoluted even for the most intelligent being on the planet so it's not a it's a, but it was nowhere near that it was it was not that convoluted right of course it was simple uh, for me to understand and also if you look at each of the movie each of that each of these three movies are entertaining in their own way and it is not confusing so for somebody who just wants to start something without really reading something about the movie or understanding different timelines this was an easy watch and also uh, what i liked was that each of the movies were interconnected i mean there was always a hook from the one movie to the other so the first movie ended on someone with the name c burnell and the second movie was totally revolving around that person so that actually gave me something to think about okay who is this person and i wanted to see more which i liked about the movie that it was it was connected in an in an intelligent way rather than just for the heck of it and making people confused about it 
yeah it wasn't uh, too smart for its own good uh, you can say that yeah so um, let's now get into the individual movies right so the first movie starts off with uh, a bunch of uh, in, in fact it starts off with a serial killing in a mall mm-hmm. and then slowly things escalate uh, there is uh, there are suddenly in a single night there are a bunch of serial killers on the loose and they try they are they start killing of people and then we enter the slasher area where they start killing of the main characters who are involved now um, and the history is that there are two cities uh, shady side and sunny vale um and bad things happen to shady side and only good things happen to sunnyvale uh, so there is a reason there's probably a history behind it uh and it it's very nicely brought out i thought in the first movie where they the first hook comes in uh, where these two differences are laid out and we know that this lady the heroine is going to get to the bottom of it and uh, i think if i remember correctly the ending of the first movie ends in the ritualistic chamber where they are play praying to the there's a ritual to the devil or satan uh, whoever it is so <clears throat> all that apart right so what really took you off in the first movie what made you apart from the twist at the end you watched the entire uh, movie right from the beginning to the end was it because we started it you wanted to finish it and or you just simply like the flow of things as they were going uh, one thing that i liked about this movie was there was very less of time waste i mean it wasn't slow it was constantly moving which actually kept my uh, interest in the movie and again because we started i wanted to really see what happens in the end because something so many things were happening people were getting killed someone was um, holding an axe and killing people around i wanted to know what was the history behind it and how, um, the way that sipi described that it was about two different places even though they were just adjacent neighborhood there was something going on so i wanted to know what was it that was going on and what i really liked was uh, okay that i will come to when we come to part 3 mm. but yeah mm. yeah and uh, the fact that it's a movie uh, a lesbian movie right uh, they started off they pretty much told that told that in the very first uh, uh, few couple of scenes you know that the heroine is a lesbian and she has a she breaks up with her girlfriend and then it takes off from there the reason why i point this out is this is uh, the entire series if you take away all the uh, all the chaff around it at the core it's a lesbian uh, movie it's a movie intended uh, or in fact the core plot device is their relationship and that was very nicely brought out uh, i thought it was more than a gimmick or more than a tacky thing uh, it was very nicely uh, worked out that's what i felt now um, coming to the um, the second part right uh what uh what worked what did not work on the second part the second movie or do you think the entire movie was good by itself uh so the second one talks the second one by the way uh, is set in the camp camp nightwing nightwing uh so there's a flashback right so it goes in reverse chronology the first one is 1994 the second one is 1978 uh so they go back in time to the sister of one of the uh victims and they try to find out what happened uh, and and here uh, we encounter the infamous sadie sink uh, who's uh, from stranger things the girlfriend uh, the most irritating character i've ever met in my life uh, and she um, they takes off from there they treat her like a witch and she appears to have done something etc and slowly it, there is a capture the flag contest and then obviously the capture the flag contest uh, ends in uh, blood and gore um, and so 
good guys start turning bad and bad guys start turning good and things go haywire uh, in the third act of the second movie so so namita what was um, i think this is your favorite of all the three right so why is it the favorite um so it is my favorite for a personal reason because when i was a teenager i used to go for camps several and several years ago several years okay i am not that old okay mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah but yes when i was a teenager i used to go for camping and it brought back so many of those memories that i had from those days so it is my uh, something that i was close to which was projected on the screen so, so maybe that is the reason you used to go camping re- during your summer holidays summer holidays so we used to be taken to the beach and the <laughs> park for summer holidays i, I cannot do anything about your sad childhood sirpi <laughs> neither can i but <laughs> anyway <laughs> go on um but apart from that i think uh, they very nicely they projected the the 70s in the us as to how it was when kids go out on camps how do they behave uh, wherein uh, yes th- there were some uh, some nudity or some obscene scenes in that but there was just one which which was hardly anything that would make a difference uh, so um, one of the things that i noticed in the second part is the fact that it was set in the camp right so i was reminded of the whole percy jackson books right so they are also set in a camp so i could relate a lot of it because i i had no clue how camps work right so uh, yeah I, i could relate to it relate to the books a lot from this uh, but typical stuff you have a camp you have a camp camp counselor and they take care of things and here is where we get introduced to a common character across all the three movies so i think he is the only one who's there in all the three uh, the uh, the character good uh, the 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 police officer uh, and he's he, uh, he the kid who played him did a very good job he was better than the adult the adult played in the other two movies right the kid did a good job the adult is basically he had no expression no acting nothing he's just a stone face but the kid did a good job i thought uh, and he was good counterfoil to this idiot sadi singh who i cannot stand uh, her, her and her whining uh, she and her whining it was uh, anyway different i you know what i'll devote a podcast to cribbing about her yeah so sirpi just doesn't like her i have no idea why i i don't mind her but sirpi cannot stand her even for a minute yeah. so this is a biased opinion okay yeah. <laughs> this is not an unbiased opinion yeah i told it you can't be unbiased <laughs> at all but you know this didn't really color the movie at all it it worked for me on several levels the 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 twist that happened because i some of them i i have seen a lot of such movies right like for example um, um the cabin in the woods where you know that there is there is going to be murder at the end of the movie uh, and i knew that uh, that something is going to go down but the way it went down was completely unexpected because the good guy started dying that made no sense in any horror or the scare movie that you see right it's always the bad guys who start dying off first it goes in reverse uh, in in the down the pecking order if you look at the bad guys start getting killed off and then they reach the good guys finally the most best good guy most more often than not it's a girl they escape that's a sequence but here it was reverse the the best guy in the the, the most pretty much a saint in the he gets killed first and then the bad guys are left out it made no sense 
and then comes the third movie right where they go all the way up to uh, the original which sara fear so fear is spelled f i e r here uh, and uh, so she they try they try to find out what went wrong what happened um for me this was the weakest of all three uh, again with even within this movie the movie is split into two parts there is the entire first two acts which is set in um the 16th 17th century in new england uh, but the third act was really good when they come back to the mall and uh, things thing where everything gets resolved right but the first two acts i thought were probably the weakest in the entire uh, in the entire trilogy what are your thoughts on that part so uh, what i like so i am a person who likes when things start coming together at the end and there is a closure so this third movie actually gave that closure because from first till the third part there were always questions in my mind okay why is something happening why is shady side being like this or uh, who is this person good but eventually when we come to the third part it actually gives me all the answers that i was waiting from part 1 to part 3 so i actually like third part quite a lot sipi has his opinion but at least for me i like the third part the only reason being that i got answers to the questions that i was looking for yeah. also um, there is this major twist which i don't want to tell now because it's a big big spoiler but that actually made me like the entire series even more agreed yeah so all three movies have their individual twists and then this overall big balloon twist which yeah. happens at the end which is great uh the yeah i will tell you why i didn't like which i'm nitpicking i know but i get really pissed off with uh, bad accents right so <laughs> the the heroine by the way uh, she is very good looking uh, this kiana madeira the uh, reason is because she is dusky and she has curly hair just like how i have in real life so sipi is obsessed with chicks with uh, who are dusky and have curls but my curls the, the are far my my curls are far better than hers the key word being chicks <laughs> <laughs> we are we are now uncle and aunties talk about yourself <laughs> not me i am still young okay? <laughs> okay you are you are closer to your retirement age not me okay enough of old age jokes uh, so <laughs> she is good looking i thought and uh, the fact the good thing is she actually nailed the irish accent um, which is which was needed because they were basically pilgrims who had come back and the whole witch part and i think now you get why the lesbian thing is very important right so it was i could pro- probably figure that up front uh, at the second i uh, when it started i knew that she was being called a witch for exact for this exact reason uh but of course the other questions remain unanswered until the end of the end of the movie uh so that was pretty well done but that was the thing which is which worked all the others all the accents were completely totally total nonsense uh, so are unintentionally funny uh, at least to me uh, that was one thing which didn't which didn't work at all the other thing is um uh the whole fact that uh the which the cabal rituals etc they dragged it out a bit we, because before the movie started and in fact within the first 5 and minutes you know that this is where it's going to go down it was a bit dragged out with all the shouting and screaming and 
running around with really nothing happening there is shouting and screaming through all the three movies but there was a payoff at the end for this one there is no payoff you know the ending you know that the witch is going to get killed uh, how she gets killed is it was not it was not really working out for me uh, but then eventually then the third act comes when they come back to the present when i say present not 2000 present 1994 present mm, things fall in place and then the movie goes out to the bank um uh coming to the acting as such right so navita did did you think that uh, did anybody uh that you felt acted very well or you have a problem with somebody's acting or you think it was just overall enough for the movie to progress and nothing spectacular so i think that each of the characters they did justice to the timeline in which they belong so but definitely uh dina who is the main protagonist she was exceptionally outstanding in terms of her acting in part 1 and part 3 she was not in part 2 which was the camp nightwing so if i have to nitpick someone she would be definitely uh the one person i think did a good job pick someone not nitpick oh sorry if i have to pick someone then she would be that one person who really did a good job but again her partner sam i think she she was so plastic she had no expression i i i actually thought they could have got somebody who could have at least some facial expression she was i it did not like her at all um and that too when you compare it, compare her with dina she she was absolutely colorless for me yeah i think she was pretty uh, vacant yeah like her apartment back in okay that's such a bad joke actually <laughs> <laughs> you will laugh on it <laughs> which is like 90% of your jokes <laughs> yeah she was pretty vacant most i agree i got really irritated with uh, her uh, uh, her trying to look like she's besotted because clearly she is she doesn't understand how to look uh, romantic Uh, even one person definitely not uh, i uh, yeah i don't know i i i, got, I really got a headache looking at her mm-hmm. apart from in fact acting wise if you ask me apart from the main lady kiana everybody else dina everybody else were pretty much mediocre mediocre in my opinion but you know for a for a movie series like this which has like brilliant writing at the back of it and you know that sooner or later you're going to die acting is like the last thing on the we just need to give your dialogues look scared and run away keep running around and you have to check off all the boxes so uh if you know um uh, there is a template for uh, such movies so they have a it's it was pretty much standardized when they were making grindhouse movies in those days uh, in the early early 80s 90s where you get two movies for the price of one and there'll be a blonde good looking mm-hmm. blonde there'll be a couple there'll be a nerd mm-hmm. uh, there'll be a uh, Uh, a, a jock or what you call a, a, a volleyball player or football player uh, all these people are put together and then one by one starts getting starts dying and so on right so they have a template and at the end you know the 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 the, the chick survives mm. um there was a movie i i think i referenced it earlier in the episode cabin in the woods mm. uh, made by joss whedon he is the guy who made avengers right so he is a self proclaimed nerd now in bad uh, the bad books of most people for several reasons uh, and uh, he made that movie and that movie actually turned the whole thing on its head 
and i felt that in this series this series took the same scary horror genre and they subverted everything they had the template but the template was completely twisted it was they, they didn't go with the template at all it, and it was it was certainly brilliant writing and direction the vision of the director to have done it i truly think that they did a spectacular job so even minor things like the accent the the media correcting the location etc didn't really matter because the story and the writing was uh, kickass in my opinion right um so acting wise yeah that's that's all that's what i thought and i completely kind of agree with you the last thing is uh, i think we should talk about the soundtrack i know you didn't pay attention uh, yes so you are the one who actually pays attention to the music i am the last person i can say that i am handicapped when it comes to so when you were uh, frolicking in camps i was listening to songs so that's how sitting ah, on the beach sitting on the beach so <laughs> <laughs> with my parents yes that's i was just about, about to ask you eating sitting bhaji. with whom <laughs> eating bhaji and, and peanut <laughs> boiled peanuts <laughs> so the soundtrack was very good um, especially in the first two movies the third movie since because it's set in 16th century they just have a bunch of uh, drunk guys playing bagpipes that's mm. apart from that the songs are very good and some of them i knew and some of them i wanted to go back or find out what were those songs because they are they sound good in the movie and they come at pretty much the right time uh, it's very very interesting and very nicely uh, thought out the naming was clever i thought so right you have shady sides anywhere and then of course the, the and then of course the spoiler the which spoiler. we don't want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yes definitely hmm. that was quite intelligent um writing because um they they starting from the st- on the first scene itself they are segregating it but the actual reasoning as to why some things were named in a certain manner comes out only in the last uh movie so it 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 was a very well connected uh movie for me yeah and uh, the one one interesting thing is so uh, we know fear street is based on the book right but uh, the the director attempted to explain fear street because the name of the witch is sara fear so <laughs> it was not necessarily a street which if you walk you you get you get uh, you get scared it was not like stupid or pedestrian like that so it was very 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 uh, cleverly thought out uh, in my opinion of of the from the directors and writers part and of course that involuntary association that they do uh, that that's 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 kind of mind blowing so again that is a, that is a spoiler and that's a twist and we truly want you to go and watch this movie and enjoy the movie because we found it good and it's worth the 6 hours 6 and a half hours that you spend uh, in in 2 days or 3 days and that's why we are trying to stay it's very tough for us uh, not to uh, explain it in detail but uh, yeah that's the thing and the other best part and the other good thing or the best part is also there is no nudity whatsoever right so i mean namita mentioned but i think her version of nudity is is a bit on the the she has a low low bar and i i have a very high bar so <laughs> So no let's not get into reasons So this <laughs> this shows then how much the amount of Netflix each of us has watched CCP <laughs> has by far watched maximum Netflix I am still getting on to Netflix so yes my um, this was typ- not yeah this was not a typical uh, Netflix uh, movie here uh, nudity was um, zero 
You really hardly, did. yeah. Nothing. A couple so, of scenes, maybe, which is it's it is okay. And it no, was no, it was not something which was forced. It was something which actually made the story flow. Yeah. So there is so just just so that we are clear, right? There are there is no nudity. There are sex scenes, uh, which which actually drives the plot forward. I think that's what. Yes, that, that I, I I yes maybe I misspoke, but yeah, that is. Uh, those were the sex scenes that I was talking about. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, it's good enough. Like Lamita would have mentioned that yeah, you can, they teens can watch. I think it's aptly rated, so people will look at that anyway before watching it. But it's worth your time, worth your effort. It's uh, the story is brilliant. The storyline is brilliant. Uh, acting is don't worry about too much about it. But you can enjoy it. Uh, just open a couple of cans or six of them if you watch plan to watch all of them in a single shot and then enjoy the weekend with that. So. With that, uh, any final thoughts or you're good? I'm good. Uh, this is definitely um, a movie that you should watch. Maybe not something that you have to have to watch in the next weekend itself. If, if you have something more interesting to watch, this can go to your next weekend. But definitely something that deserves at least a one-time watch. Uh, so with that, we conclude the first uh, episode. Uh, and so what... What do you plan to watch uh, or review next, Namita, now that we've finished uh, Loki? Yes, so coming back to Loki with the jumping timelines, I really have to watch Loki all over again before I have an opinion about that series. But yes, the next one would definitely be Loki. Yes, if, yeah, jumping timelines are going to be part and parcel of your life from here on. So be prepared. <laughs> yes, I need to buy a whiteboard so that when I'm talking for the next podcast, I know which timeline I'm talking about. So thanks, folks, for listening in. Uh, we'll catch you on the next podcast. Bye-bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening.